professionally, we would recommend you don't see your daughter. And Andy? Matt, Matt's dad works with old people. Okay. So he was told something similar. All right, I have... I have two kids, so I'm glad we made this decision. But we, now we're seeing you, and you got it. So I've not licked them. You know what I mean? We haven't like got off with each other. I'm waiting another week till we do that. Like, Andy, can I talk to you in private, please? Did, did we not get masks from somebody? We got them. Oh, weird, we got them weird yes. masks. Please. I fucking found one when I was cleaning sure out a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and I about shat myself when I pulled it out of the cupboard. I was like, "What is this?" Yes, we that, do have I, masks. I, every now and again, I pull out the fucking uh, the Kim Jong T-shirt. I'm going to wear it to work tomorrow, man. I reckon, see, when we eventually get this live show going, that we, we all wear our Korea t-shirts. <laughs> oh, we should. I need to be getting some shape. I need to get jacked first. Yeah, hit the gym. It's a tight, it's a tight fit. It's a snug fit. That's a Chinese 4XL. <laughs> Normal, it's about the size of a medium. See, when, when Matt and Vicky went to Vietnam, they tried to bring me back a present, and because they managed to get these knock-off basketball jerseys. Yeah. But they literally didn't understand what extra large meant. <laughs> like, and when they What's came back, they came back. They're like, "You just wouldn't fit in that country. It's just not made for anyone over sort of like five six just, Like some of the chairs outside the pubs were like little plastic kids chairs. Jesus, because they're a, they're a small people. They are small people. They are That's small right. people. Yeah, no disrespect. I thought that I was just reading the thing. I thought your words with dots was like the long thing under it. I was like, you're never going to get through that. Uh, did I do that one actually last week? The one that's up there. That wasn't a long one last week. <sighs> oh, I was going to say, uh, Jim, you, Oh, no, you, we didn't you, do it last week. No. We said the one in the car. So, yeah, yeah. When you were always talking, you were always talking about voiceover work. Yeah. Have you, um, you know Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yes. Do you follow his page, uh, Hit Record? No. It's like a collaboration for creative like people, and you just like trying to get people to work on it. And there's like one for sending a voiceover for like a three page story. And oh. stuff like that. I just have to say, I was meant to send, send it to send you. Send it over. Because it'll be good fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt Holm from BJ. Oh, oh look here. Here you go. Uh, I'm going to warn you now. I'm coming in with some high scoring. What I've been watching this week. High scoring. There's been a lot of quality this week. A lot of quality. I haven't really watched much. You know what I did want to see? I want to see that movie that won the Academy Award. Is it Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Looks fucking dos. That and I want to see that Birds of Prey film. Because anything with a bit of Margot Robbie. I'm down for a lot Just fucking take my money. Right now. Take my money, take Margot my Robbie. Take my fucking money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the UFC as well. Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Sure, no. I'll bother talking about it. No, I'm sure Andy's seen it. Johnny Jones. God, did you wait up to watch that? No, I didn't want to. What did it do? Spray on you? Yeah, hit you with a spray. Over there. You're so sensitive. Right in the breath. You're so sensitive. Sucking on some perfume. Toast, toast, toast. Go on here, man. You know, I usually talk about Mike's got the the, the nasty hip-hop in the car on the way down. Oh, yeah. About Michael Bolton. How am I And then what else was it? What was the other one? Hotel California, just as we rolled up. That's not Some bad. solid Warming pieces of music. The, Warming up the vocal cords. Sex Did you miss it on your way in from Maven? Is that usually before I get in the car, you do your... No, we had the hardcore hip-hop on when I was dropping my girls off. They were fucking... They had the, the good shit on. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've been balls deep in a bit of Rage Against the Machine, but I'll get, in a, we'll get into that. Are we r- r- rolling? Yes. Oh. I'm looking oh, forward right. to this all day. I had a good day today. 
Started off, you know, you ever had one of those days that starts off utter garbage and then by the end of it you feel dos? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was kind of there. A bit too. of a breakthrough at work. Mm-hmm. Decent workout, good dinner, house is clean, bit of good news. You know what I mean, it all adds up. It does all add up. Feeling sharp. Nice. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey yeah. Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, El Grande Nippes. Yes. The Big Nip. The Big Nipper. Nippity Duda. Yeah. Cons Man. Dirty Mike and the Boys. Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> the M-E-T-H-V-E-N Man. Here I am. Here I am. The Medvin Man. A.K.A. Words with Dots. Dots. He who has begun is already half done. I like that. Gotta get started, bro. Gotta get started. Yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll, I'll give you that one. That's a, that's a winner this week. Just throwing a wee ding. Yeah, there you go. You don't seem too should, impressed, Andy. What's up? Speak what's uh, on your mind, bro. Should we, should we, like, I want to, like... I wasn't into that one. I want to, uh, I, I always come up with ways to make Andy do more work, but every week after the words with daughters, can we either get, like, just a miniature round of applause or a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be an, oh that's not fair oh, I thought it was alright that was more of a, a middling I, round of I applause I get it but it was it wasn't one that like got me it was like ah oh, you know you can see it. actually and see sitting across me Andy every week I can see the ones that hit him yeah the, the ones that hit him where he lives yeah okay. it's always a nice thing to watch <laughs> speaking of your old dad your old dad Andy Mark on the ones and twos what's happening the holding midfielder of this podcast the Patrick Vieira of Bridge of <laughs> Thank you so much for listening again. All the feedback we had on last week's podcast. Yeah, I'm too hyped up. This kind of talkie juice is kicking in hard. I think we got some Patreons though. We do have Patreons with a a new addition. Newest edition, yeah. Uh, We'll start from the top. Ali Cook, come on down. You're the next contestant on Patreon. Um, (laughs) Craig McCaffrey. Craig. Danielle Miller. Shout out to Danielle. Happy retirement. Free Sadifi. J West. Big J oh, West. Big motherfucking J West. I brought a smile to my face when I saw that we got the uh, the, the Patreon subscription from J. So On behalf of Jay. him and the Tayport Breakers as well. Yes. If you're interested in going to see some baseball, dive or in. Or playing some baseball. Or playing some baseball. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to Big Stosh at the uh, Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and he's saying that he has... He's been going down. Says it's been really good. He's built for baseball, Stash. Yeah, yeah he's a big boy. Uh, night and day. Dun, 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 dun. Roddy Badass. Hot motherfucking Rod. Sean Bartlett and Steven Stosh Tosh. Yeah, it's big Stosh. Hell yeah. Uh, talking about Jay West. Yeah. Had a little bit of feedback. Well, not That's feedback, funny. but he did say <laughs> any times we want to have a game of D&D. Or just for the chat, I'd be happy to cook Southern for you guys. Yeah. Not got a smoker just yet. But have a nice charcoal grill if it, for when the weather's nice. See, anything that Jay can do on the grill is going to be better than what we can probably collectively do. Just because it's in his genes. It's in his bones. Barbecue, Good Barbecuing's in that, boys. Yeah. Did I ever tell a story about the one time I played against Big Jay? No. We were playing. <clears throat> he was playing for the... Oh, wasn't, wasn't the Tigers? It was a Glasgow team. It was, yeah, it was uh, Trojans, wasn't it? That was it, yeah, yeah. The Trojans. And he was playing... I think it was nose tackle. Yeah. And I was playing at guard at that point. And we held them off and then he jumped to try and block the pass. Mm-hmm. And I ran through and chopped him. And he landed in a heap. <sighs> and I heard him when I stood, I was like, who the fuck hit me? <laughs> and I was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Sn- snuck off back to the huddle and just sort of got lost in the fleshy melee. But he's a f- fucking solid of big bastard of a guy. He's a big lad. 
good. I went and seen the the day that we went to see the Bend Don't Break documentary. Mike, yeah, remember that? Yeah, I and do. he had the he had the Stetson on the boots. Yes, just an absolutely. He's a he's an. Intimate... Why did you single me out there? Yeah, because you were there. I was there, but I, I was hurt. I was listening to something going on over there. And you're like Mike. I felt like I was in school. It was like my Mr. Dots. Michael. Uh, I didn't do my homework last night. I'm sorry. But yeah, just a, a wonderful man. It was. We sat. We sat and talked for a good bit after that, and like. He's got that accent. The way he tells a story, man, you just listen to that boy talk. So we do have to get Big J on this on the show. Yes. Do we have any other feedback? I feel like we had a little bit of engagement on the old posts last week. I think we did. Pardon me. Pardon me again. What was the was the post? Um, oh no, that wasn't that. No, we didn't. We didn't actually put anything up this week, oh, so no, we apologise. That's, that's my fault. <laughs> our, social sorry, media, our social media department shout out. Yes. Um, but no, we had a good one last week. I enjoyed it. So let's just roll in. What have been up to, boys? Andy Mack's been a busy, busy boy this week. It's been busy in the lab this week. Old Dad's been cooking up some good shit. Yeah, it's been busy. Uh, who we had in? We had um, Saturday was a really busy day. We had uh, Sean Abbott, a.k.a. SA Universal. He was um, He'd recorded... Uh, some tracks, a uh, live drummer and bass player and that, and some piano player down at Clearwater, and him and some American guy like rapping, he's singing on it as well. So got start mixing that, then Swain rolled through in the afternoon. Stuff he's... Oh, boys, honestly. That Felt. session with Swain was absolute fire, man. It was devastating. Um, and then finished up with Jay Super, Super into Kryptonites, and friend of the show, Bark Wright, were around. And I was fucking knackered. I've been at it all day, and then they came round at night, and then before I knew it, like banged out another two songs. Nice. So, that's what I said to them when they came to the door. I was like, I was like, boys, I'm knackered, but I was like, I knew as soon as I sit in the chair, I'm revitalized. Like, right, get a microphone up, get some levels. It's like hit record. I was just like in the fucking release zone, release of life, like away it went. So, yeah, it was uh, some really good sessions. What else been going on this week? Not a great deal. Back at the gym. Oh, all right. Yeah, been. How you feeling? I've been eating rich, boys. <laughs> eating mean, eat like a king? There's been not enough golf, not enough exercise, and too much FIFA, that. too much studio, too much eating good food. and uh, Catches yeah. up, eh? It does, does catch, catch up. It's I'm feeling the quick. same way. I, uh, so I recently enlisted the services of uh, previous guests, well, Chris Gilray, um, to write me up a wee programme and just engage his services as a trainer. Um, before I get into it, I highly recommend it in terms of what he does, just in terms of helping you out with your nutrition. Not even like giving you like a strict thing, but just giving you something to work towards. Mm-hmm. Weekly check-ins, you know what I mean? I, I messaged him yesterday outside of the weekly check-in because I was having some issues with my back. Straight away, six or seven stretches to do advice on how to actually strengthen it. Gave me this, gave me, it was basically the first sort of set was just a two-dayer. And the set, the first one was legs. Only three leg exercises mm-hmm. and then 20 minutes on the bike. Mm-hmm. I'm a lazy bastard, hadn't trained legs for a month. Could have cried for the next three days. Like, legs, are, was, legs are a killer. Like, but then to say it on the flip side, doing the exact same workout again this week, stiff, but miles better. So, but the difference I've noticed in myself as well. So, if you can do, if, you're, if you have the means, it's crazy how much uh, like your legs are connected to 
you know, back pain, that kind of thing, like just yeah. regularly exercising your legs, having, you know, all your calves, your hamstrings, all your main muscles through your legs stretched out. It's all interconnected. Mm. So, you know, all those stiff lower backs, I think sometimes I get like a pain like in the middle of my chest, mm. but it's not like... It's uh, actually in your, your... It's because of my back. It's because I've been hunched over too much on my computer and like my shoulder blades mm -hmm. are like poking inwards like a V. If I do that now, I can feel the tightness in the middle of my back. Yeah. And that's just, as I say, too much mm. working at a computer. It's like, Elton, it's like Elton John said in his famous song, the, the, the leg bone's connected to the knee bone, and yeah. the knee bone's connected. No, sorry. Worst to live by. Worst to live by. But everything is connected. So it's like, you know, you get those hammies and that and all those leg muscles stretched out, then it's going to impact on your back. And you're doing the same on the top half as well. Mm. You're literally stretching yourself out. Well, that's I, one thing I... Sorry, sorry, mate. The one thing I noticed from following Chris's programme is now that I actually do, I do a warm-up, I do some actual stretches, and then the difference I feel when I'm doing the exercises is noticeable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Get in the gym, guys. Get healthy. I know. I need to get back in there. Like, my knee's all fucking swollen up, and I just feel I just feel like shit. And, like, over the weekend, because I was in work pretty much all weekend because of the, the shitty weather. Uh, we were eating Domino's and... Oh, the old stock situation, yeah. And drinking Coke. And, I, and then after, when I went home on Sunday, I was like, I'm not drinking Coke. I'm not drinking fizzy juice or at least, like, normal... Full fat stuff, yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, I have, I'm drinking a Red Bull right now, but it's sugar-free. But I've just been drinking water all day long and just soda water if I need it because I can't do it. It just makes me feel See gross. what it is, I remember. So we went for a few pints with Matt and Vicky on uh, Sunday. Just mm. watched the football, watched the rugby, a couple of games of pool. Did you kiss? Me, I licked them silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but and then what do you do when you're about to walk up the road about six o'clock? You nip into the street, get yourself a cheeky wee hoagie wrap. Delicious. <laughs> not everybody. Not everyone. <laughs> well, you nip into the street. You're making it sound like you're getting like well, you toilet get, paper you, you, get, you get yourself a wee munch. You know what I mean? You've, yeah, got a, you've, yeah, not got, you've had a few casual babies, you get a wee munch on, and it was DOS. But then when I woke up on the Monday morning, I felt fucking hellish. Yeah. Stomach emergency, boys. It was. Oh, it was a, do a, it was a doozy of a toozy. A doozy of a toozy. Doozy of a toozy. Mud butt. <laughs> oh, I will say as well, Mike, I listened to your uh, the EP you talked about with the run alongside the Vice documentary. Mm -hmm. Very good, man. Very no, good. It's just different. Yeah, it was a real, came out, I had it on my, my drive to work the other day. It was it about 20 minutes in total? It's not even that. Not even that. It was, it was literally, and it was just a nice. It, it's just, it's really just loops. Aye. But no, it was very much enjoyable. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, man. So well done. Cracking. Firing out that fire. Mike, how was, how was the old storm, Kira? It was brutal. It was really brutal. It was um, a lot of people who were uh, without power for a long, long, not a long time. I'm not going to say a long, long time, but it was just so many people were affected by it. It was at one point, like, on social media, it was like 680 people waiting like to speak. And we were like, oh, fuck. Jesus <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of people that were waiting. But we managed to get everything sorted, fixed up this morning. And we're kind of back to normal. In time for Storm Dennis, which Storm is coming Dennis. in this weekend. <laughs> yeah, so that should be fun. Fantastic. But it was just, um, yeah, it was, it was just eating sloppy. Uh, it's, it's weird that you say that because... I feel I feel the same way. Just eating very well, been making nice food for myself recently. You know what I mean. Been feeling myself. New job and eating like a fucking king. That's what I've been like. New house. I've been like oh, sirloin steak tonight. Get a big lump of butter on and like, every yeah. garlic in the time the rosemary and it's all. Sometimes, just, like, sometimes it just makes you feel better though. Eh? Like see, oh, it good, definitely does. A good satisfying meal just like hits different. 
You know what? I, I bought porridge to work. This was maybe, uh, no, this was Monday. I bought porridge to work, but because they were still wrapping up the storm on Monday, they, they had ordered a bunch of like rolls, like sausage uh. rolls and bacon rolls. And I was like, I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to eat one of those. And I was like, why? Why did I do that? Now I feel like shit. So, so I'm going to try. I need to get more active. I need to do something. So I got my. See, see the thing that I've found, I, so I started using as an app, it's like uh, my fitness pal. So you can like, Set what your calorie goal for the day is, and then like input your food as you go, and like you don't even have to like. The only thing the biggest mistake people make, or the biggest mistake I made, was when I was trying to eat health previously, was trying to limit the amount I ate rather than trying to eat more of the right shit. And you know yeah. you have to give up. Like you can have like bacon, beans, and two slices of bread, and if you get the medallions with the fatty bits on it, then it's actually not that much in terms of your daily goal. Well, today I found that what you, well, I guess what Chris suggested, just drinking water, really helped. Like so, I had I had my two coffees. I don't even. I had like those little, little Rivita kind of not Rivita. What are those things? Well, Belvita or whatever. Oh yeah, little, the biscuits. Yeah, the little biscuit breakfast biscuits. Had those for breakfast, and then I had a sandwich, like an egg mayo sandwich for lunch. And I was just drinking water throughout the day. I was up and down, pissing like a racehorse all day. Yeah, that's but, the one problem. Yeah. But um, I wasn't stuffing my face with junk all day. I had crisps in my bag. Didn't even touch them because I was like, I don't want them. I'm almost yeah. certain I'm gonna have to go for a pee break like before this episode. <laughs> But those Belvita things, they're no good, man. They're all just fucking the, full of sugar. It is sugar, man. yeah. But I think that it would be better than me going and get a fucking sausage That's, roll or something. That was the thing that I like. So I roll. messaged Chris. He wants me to eat something like high 2000s of calories per day mm -hmm. from the things I'm trying to do. So like, I'm trying to find a way of like doing that. So I've been having like a couple of peanut butter sandwiches and wholemeal yeah, bread for my yeah, breakfast. Yeah. Peanut butter sandwiches. I mean, not super good, but like, you just got to make little sacrifices. Brown bread instead of white bread. Yeah. I mean, look, this was a fitness episode. It's racist. Three buff dudes. What's <laughs> racist though? Brown bread instead of white bread. Brown bread? <laughs> mm. Hmm. Not like that nickname. Brown bread? Yeah. I'm soft and doughy and brown. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> Funny, speaking of race, not racism, more racist. Speaking of race. So um, I had reached out to a, a colleague today. I saw something that I liked on social media, some, somewhere within the place that shall not be named. I was like, oh, this. This just looks really good, and I kind of want to, you know, pick this person's brain, whoever was doing it, and see if I could uh, get a couple of things for my part of the business. And then the guy was like, "Oh, he's like, I was meaning to call you about something." He was like, "Just give me a ring when you um, when you get this." So I gave him a call. We were talking about the social media stuff. He's like, "Yeah," he's like, "I got a video I want to shoot," and he goes, "It would be cool if you can just come down and be in the video." I was like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're going for the whole diverse thing. We need to have, we, we need to be." seen as being a diverse company. And I was like, look, say no more. <laughs> I literally told say my no friend more. about this today. So I had to do this. I was handing out some leaflets and stuff today for the project I'm on at work. Mm. And uh, I handed it to one of my colleagues and he was like, ah, oh, is this people from the project? Are you in this? I goes, no. But funnily enough, I bet my friend Mike might be. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, my friend Mike's a black guy and he is literally, we've been working for the company for about the same time. Yeah. I'm in one photo <laughs> in my 13 years. Mike's been in like eight 19, different photos. I've been in a whole like campaign. Like I'm, I'm everywhere. Do you ever remember that? that there was a there's an episode of Scrubs where he's talking about their, uh, their college yearbook and they feature uh, Turk on the cover twice. <laughs> Gotta look diverse, and I'm happy to do it. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't, you know, it's fine. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> Did you get any extra money from doing it? Uh, no, the one time I got like good lunch for it, but uh, I take a free I, meal. I'll right? take a free meal. Yeah, hell yes. I'm not bothered. So I told him, I was like, look, anytime you want, just I'll get away from my desk, take a couple of pictures. We'll work for food. Yeah, that's cool. And then he was like, he goes, if you can grab some other, I was like, diverse people in the office. He's like, yes, yes. If you have anybody, I was like, look, I'm, I'm the only darkie up here, but if you want. To <laughs> 
I can find some women or somebody, you know. Find somebody else. I was I was thinking about this. Maybe uh, you know, do you ever see this? Like, like I sometimes see like funny tweets on Twitter. And it was like black people using the N-word and that's what makes it funny. But I was thinking about maybe running a page where I could replace that word with another word so that white people can like it. Because <laughs> I was if I see something funny that has the word that word in it, I'm yeah. just like, am I okay to like this? I don't know what the rules are on that's that. Because really, if, if it's like a black person saying this eh, in terms of eh. the, the colloquial <laughs> usage of it, I'm like, ah, it's okay for me to like So I don't tend to like it, but I'm thinking maybe if you could put it through a filter... So <laughs> that, that's a good that that is actually a good meme page to make. Yeah, yeah. you're fl- flipping out all those. Just like replace it words like pineapple. Yeah, I mean just things like that. Just this pineapple <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think though. After 13, 14 photo shoots now, Mike, this is basically a modeling career. <laughs> it is. I know, and I'm asking you getting paid extra for this. You need to get a better agent. It's it's, it's basically come show you my CV. <laughs> come negotiate for me, please. <laughs> You know what? I need to. Uh, I think it's basically just job security. I think they can't get rid of me. They know that like, we can just play that card straight t- away. Oh, this cause I'm black. You know he's terrible at his job. Like, who are we gonna get in these photos? Just, like, just have to really round up that angry black guy voice. I know. I need to need to break it out again. It's been a while. Um, yeah. So that was funny. To, but it, he felt awkward asking me, and I, and I was like, you know what? Just say no more. It's fine. I know. I know. You know and for I fact, understand. Some like higher up said to was like, we really need to diversify this. And it's it's funny. I'll show you <laughs> another video that he produced, um, and I'll show you the front page of it. This is the front page. <laughs> this is the first person that comes up there. It's just another black dude. Wait, hold on. I'll show you. It's the, that's the first dude. It's just another black dude right there. Like, All right, we're really getting this across uh, there. I was in this. Uh, I was in this training thing the other month, and they showed this big video, and it was a load of like executives, and I was like, holding to the person next to me. I was just like. A lot of old white dudes, <laughs> and they just sort of looked at me like, "What?" And I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> Take that right to the top, man. Diversify yourself right to the head of the company. Yeah, with the least amount of work possible. That's what. That's my goal. <laughs> just to be the figurehead. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll have to tell you something off, mate, because it does to do with the place it shall not be in. But mm-hmm. can we move for some just music over this bit, but yes. Yeah. Oh no, but you said it before. Yeah, you were yeah. saying you went up for a few beers. And so this is a conversation that's been been going on around my office quite a bit about like people who have been maybe been in China for Chinese New Year and then now coming back to the UK or wherever country they're coming from and then spreading the mm-hmm. coronavirus. And then you were like, Oh yeah, let's get Matt on the show. And I was like, Um, yeah, I'm dying my hair that day, whatever day that we're recording, because uh I don't want to get coronavirus. But no, I was just I was just really thinking of Andy. I was thinking of you because I wasn't bothered about it at all. <laughs> Andy, that's, shut up. That's what I'm saying. It's like from talk from talking to people, the two people I know who have actually been in China, mm-hmm. obviously they've taken every preca- precaution they can. Uh where they are. Have they not been breathing? Is that what yeah, no, but is, unless you go out and like have someone with the virus cough in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still something like not even two percent of the population have it. But the 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 chances of them getting it is a lot higher than it would be had they lived in Scotland their entire. Well, yeah, but it's the same thing as like I don't know anyone with the Black Plague, but if I walked past them, I might catch the Black Plague. Mm. And the the press is not the press do this with everything. It's something for them to talk about. Yeah, they say the numbers, but they they don't reference that with what it is compared to the actual population that has it, or they don't talk about the fact that the actual standard flu is more likely to kill you. Or yes, that the people yeah. who have died of it have had pre-existing health conditions or are old with weakened immune systems or 
yeah. are susceptible to these type of things. So yeah, take precautions. Don't go and lick your friends who have come back from China. Just wash your hands. What's the point in hanging out with them then if I can't? <laughs> <laughs> as well as that, we do live in the UK where we are more than well equipped to deal with this and quickly. Yeah. And the majority of things that they say to people is if you think you might have it, isolate yourself for a couple of weeks and it'll probably go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's And then if it gets worse, that's when you look for help. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just to be open with that. I was just joking about that. If Matt wanted to come on. Don't know if you were. To... Don't know if you were. <laughs> Did I not respond quick enough I've in our known, chat? I've known you long enough. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, no, I know you mean, like, you do. You, 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 I did think about it, but if you would have came here, I would have been like, sense, well, like... I haven't hugged them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, mean, I gave them a fist bump and then immediately washed my hands. Yeah. Because I'm not daft. No. But... No, but, um, so what is the situation, from talking to him, what's the situation over there? So I think it's, well, from them, they, they're in Beijing, and I think that the equivalent to that is like, Scotland to Belgium or something like that from where Wuhan is to where they are Ali Cook will probably correct me on that but it is a fair whack of distance mm-hmm. right they had to uh, had to wear masks when they went to the airport obviously they got scanned like they got you get your body temperature scanned when you walked into the airport and then before you got on the flight oh, and Chinese then got a, again in Dubai there. when they landed and again before they got on the flight but then when they got to Edinburgh they just got waved in yeah <laughs> come on in <laughs> it's fine go lick something but um, no, they they don't seem worried about it and I doubt they would then if they thought there was a major risk they would probably isolate themselves so I think you were saying that the the home office told them to come home yeah I think it got to the point where it was like, if you had the means to return yeah then do it okay. but I think that was more from a point of it's less people for the Chinese government to worry about that makes That's sense true. plus yeah things were shut like Matt Matt like, yeah. they both work in schools you know what I mean and uh, like Matt's sort of been told that not to expect a reopening until like March time Wow, do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's booked a one-way flight, so he's having to do all of his classes like online. Yeah, but yeah, it's like like it's not. We're gonna have to make sure that they've they've got it under control, they've done whatever cleanups necessary, and then start building up the, the infrastructure again. That's wild. Yeah, chopsticks was over. I think she was in Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. yeah, she was over in Vietnam, but I think she just went. Went back to Beijing because she just got a, a new apartment over there, so she wanted. Well, to... I think a lot. Of, I was speaking to Vicky as well. Said like a couple of her flights have been cancelled, so yes. she had to she had to stick it out, stick it out, stick it out on the no, beach on with the friendly beach of... stray dogs. And so I do like friend. her new Instagram page, Sweary Beach. That's like, that gives <laughs> oh, me was a, it hers? Yeah, it gives All me right. a giggle every time. Just writing nasty words on She's the a sand. Creative girl. Isn't yeah, she, she is. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Chopsticks. We'll have to get her back on next time she comes back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it seems like it's uh, quite a mess. But they they said today that a th- the thousand person has died from from coronavirus. But I want to see what the ages are of these people. Yeah, that's because the- I'm a big proponent of what you said. Like people die from the flu all the time, and we don't say the eight thousand person has died from the flu in 2018 or 2019. And they might so, some facts. Oh, yeah, you got Andy. The mortality rate is around two percent for the coronavirus. However, that's likely to be an overestimate since more people are likely to have been infected by the virus but not suffered severe enough symptoms to attend hospital, so have not been counted. For comparison, seasonal flu typically has a mortality rate below 1% and is thought to cause about 400,000 deaths each year globally. SARS has a death rate of more than 10%. So, yeah, I wouldn't be worrying too much. No. Okay. It's okay. I won't lick you. Oh, damn. Um, wait, there was something else I wanted to ask about the uh, diseases. I forgot though. Oh yeah, so apparently because we talked about this last week a bit that it came from was it a bat that somebody was using a bat to well, make I think some that, stew or some that's, shit. There's been I think a lot of people are saying that some pretty 
that's like the internet rumor. Uh, it, okay, yeah. it is. All right. Because the documentary that I saw, it's on Netflix. It says, not for this particular disease because this came up before it, mm-hmm. but it said, I think maybe it was SARS came because people were getting animals, rare animals from different places and then they were chopping those up and with, with chicken and things like that amongst each other and, and all the diseases going around and eat some crazy... They yeah, do. Yeah, regardless so, of whether my, it, that's what caused the thing, like I've now seen some pretty fucking wild videos on Instagram. Well, my question is, should that be illegal? Like, should that be a worldwide thing where it's like, no, don't don't eat that shit. There should be certain animals that we don't eat. I think it's, it's that's probably far too hard to cover because I think as well as that is like, it's far and white. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a country as vast as China, you didn't just walk down the street and get a bowl of live mice and a bowl of soy sauce. Do you know what I mean? That's, it's not your standard meal. It's some pretty like countryside stuff yeah and it is it's, i suppose it's it's knocking on people's traditions if that's what people have eaten because that's what's plentiful in the area then yeah, if that's you what i mean had, yeah. you know what i mean like i'm sure chicken started from somewhere yeah exactly saying that though one thing that upset me and i remember being down south of work and there was a, a group of chinese guys at the table next to us me and my manager and i were just having breakfast and a guy had strawberries on a plate next to his sausages uh that's out of order, ask me. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Absolute. if, you got, if you were in a hurry and you were just throwing it on the plate, I could see it happen. No, I no. probably had sausages on a plate with strawberries. Like if I was, especially for work, I was traveling for work. Yeah, Out of order. There's plenty of bowls. There's plenty of bowls. Fair enough. I think probably the last time I was in Portsmouth, I did that. Yeah. But it was actually, no, it was in a little plastic cup. There you go. That's, that's not on the same plate. Touching that's, uh, just, the, just, it's, it's stuck with me since then. Anyway. Where the sausages just touching them, the fruit. They were right next to each mm-hmm. other. I can see it, but I wouldn't condone it. That's a that's a no for me. Out of order. <laughs> Absolutely shocking behavior. Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. Andy, what do you got planned? Do <laughs> 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 you do yeah. Valentine's Day? Well, our anniversary is pretty close to. Like our anniversary is like the beginning of February, mm. so. To do two things within two weeks is a bit like... Well, actually, your anniversary is the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, so you knock it into one? Yeah. Yeah, we should probably do that too. I, I want to do that because the Super Bowl is usually the first week of February, and that's mm. when our anniversary is. We said it was the 3rd of February, and I was like, uh, yeah, Super Bowl, February this year. So uh, so um, I, I'm going to just maybe mash it, and we'll find a day in the middle. That's what I said. I was like, let's just find a Saturday in, in the middle, and then we'll just yeah. go out and... Have a couple so of we don't do loads. We usually just like try and get a nice dinner, cook together. Yeah, maybe I get a card. Yeah. Try and get like a daft card or make a card. Yeah, just can get it in. Get it in. Get the uh, have some sex. The, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about food or something. Well, are <laughs> we steak beforehand? Kind of just eat and then we fall asleep. That's it. We're just starving and then we're just like, <laughs> get the candle. That's hot. That's hot. Set the table. Set the mood. Little Michael Bolton on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that. Serve up a nice plate of sausages and strawberries. <laughs> there you go, darling. That's what you mean to you me. You got an episode title. <laughs> sausages, a nice plate of strawberries and so- sausages and strawberries. You get the plate of sausages. I've never, you know. I do want to try out these strawberries. Oh, I have my next Facebook there. I'm going to make a little cocktail. Uh, not Facebook. My next Photoshop. Andy's face next to a little like. Uh, those were good. We have to, re- we have to release those to, to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, those will. were fucking brilliant. But yeah, Andy was right, though. He has much better catch phrases that you can I was in the elevator today at the place that shall not be named and uh, one of the guys got a slice of pizza from the canteen and uh, I was pepperoni and he was like does that look cooked to you and I was like I was like yeah it looks alright and the other guy was like don't fucking talk to this guy he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like um Toppings. Topics on his pizza. And I was like, now hold on. Who was this? <laughs> this is just, just guys that listen. Yeah. 
I was like, now hold on. I was like, I did say that, but what I meant was. And they were like, You've been they're like, no. Nah, backtracking nah. so much. I'm folk, not backtracking. I said, I said it. I think you're moonwalking. You go back on this that much. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was funny today. It's good. It's good when people, especially like Sean, like when he he walks by my desk and he'll like say something stupid that yeah. I've said. It'll be like random spoons. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another one, uh, listener of the show, Ali Mackay. Um, where are we at? Oh, must have been at work. And I had a little macaroni and cheese. You know the Macintosh macaroni, macaroni and cheese. Is that the one in the red box. Yeah, it's kind of like a tartan oh, thing. You don't like it? No, they like. Oh, I love it. So I had, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, man. So that's just a grenade in my stomach. That doesn't stop me. I eat that. No, shit. no, it doesn't stop me, but it should, <laughs> because Megan's starting to get real sick of it. Like, Clean up the shit. Well, it's not even that. It's not the t- they're not the type of farts you can. You know, there's a type of fart you can hold in. Yeah. But there's other ones where you can feel them burning. You ever fart like and it just hollows you out? Like, it just—it feels like if you did have poo in you, like it's coming out. Yeah, it's, like, like, I, like, it's a weird thing. You know, like I usually walk home from work, and it's about two miles. And like, yeah. it's like, I've usually had that much water to drink that I'm bursting for a piss when I get back. And I always have this giant pee and an excellent fart at the end of it. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah. and it just feels great. When you, when you peed while you're, while you're, when you fart while you're peeing, it kind of gives you an extra kind of. Where there is rain, there is often thunder. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's. Yeah. Sorry, uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about, oh yeah, I have my macaroni and cheese. And it was, it was quite busy at that time because it was during the storm and Ali was just wandering around helping so I came out and I was like anyone got a fork and no one said anything he was like you know if there was a place that rented cutlery <laughs> and I was like you're fucking right if there was a place that rented cutlery <laughs> then I went on a rant for about five minutes this is exactly why the canteen needs a random spoon down there random spoon auxiliary there's all these people who don't listen to the show just like what the fuck is that <laughs> I know right what's that diverse guy talking about well, that guy from the video <laughs> what is he yelling about <laughs> He's got that angry, diverse guy, <laughs> angry, diverse guy voice. Random spoons. Uh, anyway, so then we got to that from Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah, I think for Valentine's Day we'll do a little, do a little cooking. Um, Connie's got this thing where she takes all the old candles that she's had and then like will heat up the bottom of it and pour it into another jar, <laughs> make it into another candle. I'm gonna burn that, and make that nice and romantic. Nice wee romantic post that you put up about Connie when she was being all creative. Oh uh, yeah, so she's doing this thing. She uh, for her New Year's resolution, I guess, was to be like do something artsy every Sunday or mm. every week. So she's making like these little postcard sized little portraits. So whether she things that she's on a dog walk or sometimes because her sister travels around the globe making weapons deals, like <laughs> she's able to get quite exotic photos. So she'll take something from her Instagram and then paint it. I mean, she's fucking awesome. Well, she's well really cool. I've talked about this before. She designed the scratch plate on my base like ten years ago. Yeah. Like done it all Mighty Bush style, and I fucking loved it. So yeah, she is. Yeah, she's but good. no, I just thought it was very sweet, Michael. Yeah. It's not often that men v- like publicly announce their adoration for their, their partners their for their women. Yeah, you don't. But, do that. but in a non cheesy way. Yeah, I've said plenty of nice things about Chuff in the past. That's true. Just know our face. Basically, I think is like me and her always just rip the piss out of each other. We do too. She yeah. knows how to wind me up more than MD in the planet. Like, yeah. Or instantly. That's she. But uh, then she's always she's also really good. Like I seen it Mike last night. I had like an absolute meltdown over something that was going on in the house, and then felt like an absolute dick this morning because she spent the whole night trying to fucking like placate me. Uh, so I was like, so Michael was like wandering this morning with a cup of coffee, like morning, sweetheart. Hey, hey babe, <laughs> babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to do a, a personality type quiz? Have you ever done this? So there's a thing online. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. 
but uh, it's got a weird name. It's like someone's name, and it's there's all these different groups of personalities, and you're usually like a culmination of the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck was it? it was something. It's like something Sanders or something like that. And it's sure. so spot on. Oh, is it? It's frightening. I did. I did one for work actually, which was pretty good. It was pretty spot on. Yeah, go for it. I, I but I was thinking, do you, so it's a personality. It's personality A, personality B. So you're either A or B. Do you want me to send this to you, and you guys can tick your own answers as you go along, and then you can get the answer at the end? Do you want to do it that way? Yeah, that's All right. a good idea. What do you want me to send it to? Anyway? Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs. Sorry. Just put it in the. Just put it in the group chat. Oh, okay. I was going to... All right. Just open my Twitter. So I'll read it out, and then we'll discuss the answers as we go along. Yeah? Yeah. Like that that seems like a Patreon thing, though, doesn't it? Um, It could be. What do you think? What do you think? Let's have a decision. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, I was going to say, there's no broad noise this week, is there? I, got, I have two, Um, and there's broad noise that went up, so we that this will maybe kill some time until people jump on there. I, I yeah, there's this this one here's the the Myers Briggs is like a <clears throat> like a properly recognized one, okay. and I'd done it and it was fucking weirdly accurate. It's good, is it? Yeah, yeah weirdly. I love these ac- well, why why don't we do we'll do the first first ones on the house? Okay, yeah. we'll do the first one on the show. We Patreon teaser. We'll uh, right. we'll dive in. Okay, All so right. we do it right now. We're Can gonna... I read since I'm terrible at reading? All okay. Right. So it's just a questionnaire that's been uh, no, modified, modified version of the Jenkins Activity Survey. Okay, I'll really put my name, okay. So there's 20 questions. We'll fly through it real quick. Okay. You got yours up, Andy? Mm-hmm. Ready to go? All right. So question number one. So don't let's discuss the, our answers and why we chose them just to make it a bit more compelling okay, for the cool. listeners. Okay. Yeah? okay. All right, cool. Question number one. When you are faced with an unfamiliar problem, what do you usually do? A, address the problem immediately. B, think about what to do and then take action. C, sit back and let things work out for themselves. I think about what to do, then take action. See, I thought you would have been the A guy. I'm, I'm no, the, I'm the well, A guy. I can be a bit of a jumper. Yeah. I'm addressing a problem immediately that's an unfamiliar one. So how do I know that my course of action is the correct one to take okay. if I'm not familiar with the problem? I need Good to answer. explore the problem first and decide what my best course of action is. Okay. I've, I've always found I'm a bit of a an instinct type of guy. So I try and find like maybe a mediating uh, solution and then try and develop it a bit further. But I can be quite guilty of just like going a bit full on. Maybe I, I nip too quick. Okay. And no such thing. The quick nipper. No such thing in this nipper's eyes. Right, what's next? What's this next? pineapple's eyes. Um, sit back, uh, well, sit back and let things work out for themselves. I know previously I have said, you know, when in doubt, do nothing. But uh, for certain situations, let's say if it's a work situation, you can't do that. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, compared with other, this says students, but we'll change that. Um, but compared with other colleagues, we'll say, how quickly do you usually complete your work assignments? I'm usually finished before everyone else. A, I finish faster than most of my classmates. B, I finish right on time. C, I finish, I'm sorry, I frequently turn in assignments late. D. Well, I think you know what mine's going to be. Is A, I usually finish my stuff before everyone else. Oh, but, no, okay. But, but... but that's also me assuming that, but I would be hard pushed to think otherwise. I tend, so in a work scenario, I tend to try and utilize all the time that I've been given. Me too. So I can turn things in early if necessary, but if something's proven to be a big bit of work, I try and manage it right to, not right to, right the, to the death, but yeah, within that. So I'd probably, I'll put finish right on time. Yeah, I try and get it to the point where it's like it's done maybe a week before or a couple of days before, and I try and push it out to people and say, hey, 
what do you think? Would you tweak this? Or yeah, so I try and get it back, touch base, it especially if it's to do with work. I'll usually check in with my superior and be like, is this the right direction before I go in any further? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Has anyone ever told but, you? That, but it's oh, classes, but the question is about class assignments. So, Well, let's say we'll, we'll change it to work assignments. Because I've never really done any class assignments since high okay. school. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't do any in high school. That's true. <laughs> Question number three. Has anyone ever told you that you talk too much? A, yes, often. B, a couple of times. C, once. Or D, no, never. Every single school report I've ever had in my entire life. So, yeah, often. Yes, often. Okay. Yeah. Andy? I can't see anyone telling you that. Of course they have. Really? <laughs> yes, often. Yeah, of course. And what's uh, when? I would like to know this. Like growing up as a kid, and and uh, as an adult though. But even as an adult, my mouth is like still. Oh, okay, in that way. Okay. Times, yeah. Yeah, you talk too much. Nice chat. I got. I've gotten that a couple of times, but not because I'm running my mouth too much, but just because I've said something maybe I I shouldn't have said. I, I've put out too much information where it's kind of like, oh no. That's, I could be probably, a bit. Like, I, yeah, I I talk often. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number four. During normal conversation, how quickly do you speak? A, faster than most people. B, at an average pace. C, slower than most people. Uh, average. I'm going to go average as well. Yeah, I think average. Uh, Andy? Oh, like... I'm tempted to say... I'm going to just say an average pace, but I think sometimes like I can like speak quite quickly, mm. depending on like the subject. Well, yeah, depending on like what I'm doing. Like maybe if I'm in a session and that, like you're right into the session, like right, cool man, right, let's get on to this next. Let's no, do excited, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say average, average. <coughs> Number five. How often do you finish other people's sentences because they speak too slowly? A frequently. B sometimes. C almost never. Some I, I'd say sometimes, yeah. <laughs> as I interrupt you, <laughs> I think sometimes at work, especially if you're on a call, yeah, and you've got a limited amount of time, and someone's searching for a word, or like you tend to find that you have to interject, otherwise, less GB talked over. So I'd probably say sometimes. Yeah, I'd say sometimes too, especially at work, where it's kind of like I feel like I'll finish off that sentence to let them know that I know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll be like, yeah, 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 that's what I mean. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm going to have to wrap through these because my phone's on like 3%. Oh, shit. Work, little bitch. Um, okay, number six. <clears throat> have you ever been waiting at the doctor's office 30 minutes past your appointment time and have several chores to do when you get home? What do you do? A, read a magazine. B, keep checking your watch. C, get impatient and somewhat angry. Or D, complain to the nurse. Complain to the nurse. Would you really? Yeah. It was 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Fucking right. Yeah. 30 minutes. All right. Uh, the doctor's... Uh, keep checking my watch there's nothing I can do it's yeah. going to speed up the process there I understand I find that they're are often not, like, not overworked but like just right. ask okay because they tend to say that if you're waiting for a certain amount of time go and speak to them so I wouldn't go All up right. and say what the fuck's going on but oh shit that's okay uh, I think I would say yeah. Re well not read a magazine but I'd probably just read my phone until they told me to go in I, 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 probably, I wouldn't rush them that's for sure I'll go for complain if we're going to be as accurate uh, number seven how often are you late for appointments a, most of the time. B, sometimes. C, rarely. D, never. Rarely. Never. I'll say rarely. Never. Yeah, you're an on time no, kind I don't of guy. do. I don't do. Like, Not unless, unless there's like Megan, like traffic or, do you know I mean, like something else, but like it's very, very rare. If yeah. things are within my control, I'm often on time or early. Yeah. But I will say rarely. 
I used to be pretty lax with it, but I've tightened up a bit. I, uh, eight, when you are playing a game, how important is it for you to win? A, very important. B, sometimes important. C, not important at all. Very important. <laughs> very important. Yeah. Have you ever had a time where you've gotten angry when you shouldn't have gotten angry when you were playing a game? I've five games <laughs> games of five aside, I used to lose my head. Really? If things were going to be, I just, <sighs> yeah, I can get very frustrated if I get beat. I remember being in like, I guess it would be primary four would be the equivalent of, and then we used to have like field day, would be like a, you know, kind of like a sports day, mm-hmm. and then losing at that, and I'd be, I feel like I just lost like a championship or something, or like a World Cup. I'd be fucking devastated. I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Playing kickball and I got thrown out, and I'd be raging yeah. about it. I think see now I'm getting better at doing things. If I know myself, I've put in a good account of myself, mm-hmm. then I'm less. I think that's come from coaching kids as well. Oh, as so long gotta, as they, as long as I can look in their eyes and know that they've they've put in their best efforts, then oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, how would your this is classmates? We'll say workmates. How would your workmates and friends rate you? A. Always hardworking and serious. B. Sometimes hardworking and serious. C. Rarely hardworking and serious. D. Carefree. Some, that's hard though, because it's asking what you think of somebody else's perception. Like, yeah, that's what it is. I and I'd probably say sometimes hardworking and serious, but in terms of, I try not to take myself too seriously. Definitely not. I like I, I like to make sure. I think there's people know there's a line when I'm joking about and when I'm not, but I try and have a fairly genial attitude when I can. What's your What's your split? Like sixty forty? Like serious, not serious? Even in like important calls, I'll try and not keep it casual, but try and speak in such a way that it doesn't seem like it's all the time. I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I try and keep it as. I think there's a fair balance to make when so not act stupid, but at the same time not maybe act like yeah an absolute arsehole. But I'll say something. Do you have much interaction with other like teachers at work, Andy? Or no? Yeah. You do, yeah. yeah. Do you have like banter with them or is that not yeah. really? You I mean, do. actually have pretty good banter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm starting to <clears throat> be more accepted into that culture, because you've got to remember I was a student for four years there. So mm-hmm. it's like making that transition. I always talk about it. So you're slowly beginning to learn more about them on a personal level on that too. So yeah, um, it's kind of tough because I'm reading them as being like a student as well. You know, how would your classmates and friends rate you? But your work colleagues and friends, I would say sometimes hardworking and serious. But there is an element of carefree about what I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the nice balance about it. Sometimes, yeah. I think for you, for something that you do, carefree is something that. the need to be an element of that because you can't yeah. be too hard can't be and rigid. serious. Yeah. Hard work and definitely, but yeah. too much serious, no. Rigidity just kills you. Routine just can kill you. You know, if you're creative, you 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 don't, you don't wait and go, that's nine o'clock. It's so it's time to be creative. It's like, it just happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. It could be two in the morning. It could be half seven in the morning. It could be five at night. You know, it's, that's why like routine and patterning can be really like fucking, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, really heavy for... Um, Number 10, we'll change it. This is parents, but we'll change this to partners or ex-partners. How would your partners or ex-partners rate you? Uh, A, always helpful. B, mostly helpful. C, sometimes helpful. D, never helpful. I'd say mostly helpful. I'm reading it. It says, how would your parents rate you? So I'm thinking about it from that point of view. Okay, okay, we'll just go back to the original one. We'll say parents. I'd still still say mostly helpful. Uh, I'll I'll say sometimes helpful when it comes to my parents. I should probably could be more helpful when I'm back home, but I'm on I'm in I vacation. It's, it's different for when you I'm because home. you yeah. don't 
you know what I mean? It's like, I see my mum and dad a few times a week, or like, I'm going to help my dad around the house, or, you know I mean, take the dog out for a walk, or yeah. look after our house. I would say, as helpful as you can be as a 30 odd year old who's not living at home anymore. Yeah. That was, I think I was all right when I lived there as well. So what I, were your chores around the house when you were when you lived there? Like typical, make sure your room's clean, hang yeah. out the washing if you're asked, put your dishes away, hoover if you were asked to, very rarely, like, because I think they had wooden floors by that point, but. So when, wait, well, first of all, when, when did you start getting, like, pocket money from your parents? I can't remember. Small kid, you used to get, like, 50p or a quid to go to the ice cream van. Okay, but, like, like getting money regularly. Like you used to get well, you got like 10, 15 quid a week when I was a teenager. For doing shit around the house though? Yeah, for just well, yeah, for like make sure like just little bits and pieces. It wasn't like a as much as you do, you'll get this different amount of money. It was like a fixed amount of money every week and you then went out and just did your bits and pieces. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was and then it was mostly around the time that you start going out by yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're like a teenager, you're going out for the weekend, so that's for food, and it was more for beer and fags. Can mm. that's a, to yourself. Prostitutes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At ten. Shit. Eleven. Um, how would you how would your closest friends rate your general activity level? Too slow A, too slow, never gets anything done. B slow but gets things done. C average, reasonably busy. D too active, should slow down. Say average, reasonably busy. Your closest friends. How would your closest friends rate your general activity level? Reasonably busy. Yeah, I'm going reasonably busy. It's a bit of a misleading one, that, because it says average and then reasonable, reasonably uh, busy. It says reasonable busy. It's, it's oh, shit. <laughs> Knocking shit over. Um, but, but I've got a lot of stuff that goes on. Yeah, I'm just going to say average. Average, okay. 12. How often do you worry about future events? A, constantly. B, frequently. C, sometimes. D, never. Are you, are you, sorry, I was going to say, I'll say frequently. Yeah, I'm, I'm there as well. I think that comes with the territory. I think, see, with regards to having like kids and that, is always trying to make sure you've got them covered, got yourself covered, and try to balance everything out. Yeah. Not as bad as I used to be. No, no, definitely. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm a worrier. Get it from mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say sometimes. Yeah. Don't worry too much. Things that I can't control. <laughs> Depends what mood it is. Sometimes I'm absolutely fine. I'm really pragmatic. Other times I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Comes in waves, doesn't mm -hmm. it? That's 13. what she said. Hey. <laughs> Wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, 13. When you have free time, what would you prefer to do? A, sleep. B, watch TV. C, go shopping. Or D, catch up on work or household chores. During free time, I wouldn't rather do any of those things, actually. I think, well, I think it's out, out of those four, what would you prefer to do? Okay. I think mm. I I do like see if I've got some spare time. Maybe not work, but I do like to get the house in order. Me too. I was, yeah. It always makes me feel better if, if shit's a little bit messy. If I've got a little bit of free time, just clear it up is to spend a little bit of that time. I actually read a really good article there about stuff called "Get Your Life in Order." Mm. It was like setting aside a specific amount of time to do that type of thing, whether it be sort of paperwork, whether it be getting your house together, and then it literally it means that you can then enjoy your free time. Yeah. But how often do you try and like go for a bath or go for a lie down and you spend the whole time thinking about other shit you should be doing? That's true. Yeah. And you don't end up actually enjoying it. So it's that sort of catch up time. So I'd probably say that one. What do you think, Andy? Um, 
let's be honest, it's easy to sit and say I'd rather catch up on work or household chores, but I could have free time and just be like, I'm just wanting to sit and play a bit of FIFA, mm. which would be the equivalent of watching TV. You know, work is when I'm working. Mm-hmm. I don't think of it as... Yeah, I'm going to say watch TV. Yeah. I want to say sleep because I love sleep, but it's just not... I, like, I did take a quick nap. I took, like, a 10-minute nap after I got the oh, ghost fed. Oh, we per nap. But, like, I just can't do it as often as I'd like anymore. So I'll probably say I'll probably say catch up on work or household chores. I'm, st- I'm, like, I'm that guy now, like, Love Island's on in the background, and I'm, like, folding towels and shit. I'm like, oh, no, she didn't. She, she fucking said that to him. <laughs> fucking Love Island. <laughs> 14, looking back now, how would you rate your behavior as a child? A, I was a problem child. B, I was difficult to discipline. C, I was an ordinary child. D, I was a little angel. I was an ordinary child. Yeah. Didn't really cause too much hassle. Probably did some things I probably shouldn't have been doing, but never to the point where I would get, like, in a lot of shit for it. I'll say I was ordinary. All right. Difficult to discipline. Really? Yeah. Bit of a renegade, Andy. Yeah. Give us a story, Andy. Give us a give us a school story. Just just not behaving myself. Like I think I th- look back and I think to myself, I could have just behaved a bit better as a child. Like always fighting in that in school and just. What was your school record? How many fights, wins, losses? <sighs> Plenty. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Be, <laughs> most be of the record. Like two hundred and fifty and maybe one. Or something <laughs> like that. No, there's a few. Obviously, a few loss in there. That's that's life, isn't it? But plenty I've said it before. I think everyone needs to get a kick in at least once in their life. Yeah, maybe not a kick in, but you need to. Everyone needs to thoroughly lose a scrap at one point or another to really either get beat by your parents or lose a scrap somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember the boy who kicked the fuck out of me. Primary six. Want to kill? Him? I won't say his name on the show, but I doubt you listen. But still remember his name. Remember exactly what he looked like. I remember him. John knocked, Jones is that his name? Knocked <laughs> me, he knocked me on my arse three times. Uh, and to the point where my friends are like, stay down. <laughs> and the fourth time I did, and he walked off. And it got to the point where he looked bored. <laughs> <laughs> he was yawning. Yeah, he was like, just right. fuck off. That's the tactic. We'll tire them out and then kick them in the balls. And the Ali, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll put, I was a little angel. I was a little fucking You're a little sissy bitch. until You're a little I was, bitch. yeah, until I was probably like my early teens. I was a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Super big mama's boy. Like I yeah, did. you looked soft in that picture. Yeah. Oh, I was a soft little bitch. <laughs> I swear I was. I was a big crier when I was that too. <laughs> see, I, I used to get see if I used to get like even if I got angry, I would start crying, and it was yeah. a fucking nightmare. So even if I was like winning a fight, I'd have like tears running down my face. Yeah, and I still used to get mocked for it. <laughs> yeah, that's emotional. Now that's emotional. Um, yeah, so I'll go a little angel. Fifteen. Uh, I'll power through this. Uh, you have a large amount of homework to do. Oh, let's say. Large amount of schoolwork, uh, work, work to do, but your closest friends are having a party. What do you do? A. Join the party. B. Do some work and then join the party. C. Finish all your work and miss the party. I think anyone who's heard of my trips down to Redden <laughs> know that I just fucking joined the party. So I'll be quite honest with myself there. Uh, who I am. If it's work stuff, I'd probably finish all my. Um, I'd probably do some work and then join the party. Actually. I can think of plenty of parties and nights and stuff I missed because I was focused on doing college work and that kind of stuff. I've got to be honest with myself and say that's how I've behaved. That's how I need to answer it. Yeah, yeah man. Even if now I was like, mm, I've got some, say I had marking to do, about to bring marking home, I'd easy go to a party and just mark on the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tough because things change. But 
That's you see the one where I say like in the times that I have went and got a wee bit of hungover, it's never then affected my work the next day. I mean, yeah. just got got up and power through. But gotcha. I, I reckon, Andy, I reckon you're right there. From what you've said, when you were finished full honours mode, yeah, yeah commit to it. Uh, I remember going out like to a club like the night before, like the SATs when I was taking that night school. Oh, shit. And that was not good. Ain't no not, little bitch no more. Did not end well. And what did you get on your SATs? <laughs> it was very low. I don't remember. Yeah, really? the score. I remember looking at the paper once and I was like, oh, I can't even stomach this. It was pretty poor. I was actually like that's drifted a, that, off that's a, that's, that's a John Jones maneuver. Is going out and get absolutely blasted. Except he would come in and smash it. It was no good. What's a good score on the SATs? That's something I think I anything only, over like 1,500. That's the only thing I know about the SATs is from like American TV shows. It was something they always talked about, but we never had any sort of equivalent here. I'm sure you do. What's your? Is it we A have like standard grades and stuff like that, but like that seems like one test. Yeah. So anyway, carry on. It was poor. I was upset. Um, Sixteen. Do you keep a schedule or calendar of your plan? A daily schedule or calendar of your plans? A. No, never. B. Sometimes. C. Yes, always. Yes, always. I, I do sometimes. I should do it more <clears throat> because things always. It feels better when I have a list of shit and I can cross it off when I get to it. But I, I should really do it every single day. But I, I don't. usually and it drives chuff up the wall. I love a plan <clears throat> more than anything. It helps me manage my anxiety. Is mm. that I know where I'm going, what I'm doing what time I've got to leave, what I've got to have prep beforehand, especially when I've got like the kids or the kids' football. Yeah. I mean, I need to make sure I've got my shit together. Sometimes I'm not so good at it, and if I do let it lapse, that's when I tend to make mistakes. But Where do you keep your list? Usually on my phone, check my calendar or my work diary, keeps calendar's me up to date. Good, you know, yeah. Calendar's a big thing. I've literally got every weekend that I've got Riley marked on my calendar from now to like 2027. Yeah. Even when he's a teenager and doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. No. <laughs> I'm trying to get Connie on the digital calendar. She doesn't want to join. Oh, Chuff hates it and it drives me insane. Yeah. Like, was it the other week? What was it? It's like, she'll be going away with work and it'll be nine o'clock the night before and she won't have packed yet. Yeah. Fucking blows my mind. Yeah, like, see, that bothers her about me sometimes. I, when I'm traveling, she's like, you're not packed yet? I'm like, no, I'll do it in a minute. She's like, uh, uh, that, okay. it, 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 ups, <laughs> it upsets me, like, visibly. Anyway, right, sorry. Oh, Andy, did you go? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. All right, uh, 17, when you're in a group situation, like uh, completing a group project, how do you usually act? A, I rarely participate. B, I act as a team player. C, I take charge. I like to think I take charge. Yeah. I think from my experiences working in the place that shall not be named and those sort of things, people are quite hesitant to do so. Mm -hmm. Especially like group interviews or that, I think it's important to try and set yourself apart and then in my work now it's going quite handy so I'd like to say I take charge yeah I, I've taken more of that approach now if I do something group even if I don't know I, I just want to be that leading voice to kind of delegate and be like alright let's that's why I, I thought a lot of people in my experience are scared to do it because they don't know all the answers but the leader doesn't need to know all the answers they just have to have a good idea of what the plan should be yes. and that's how I take it anyway what about you Andy? I take, take charge of what I'm doing yeah. No, no you are the captain of this podcast, and I would agree That's with that. Still, <laughs> 18. How far in advance would you study for a major test? A. Two weeks ahead or more. B. About one week before the test. C. A day or two beforehand. D. I usually don't study. I About a week before. I'm not great at retaining Me either. things long term, but I do need to have a certain amount. Probably like Matt, for instance. He is like a last-minute studier. And my mate Dan, who is a law degree, specifically does his work the night before it's due in. Yeah. And he just pulls an all-nighter. And every time he's done it, has absolutely smashed it out of the park. Yeah. that People just sometimes respond to that type of pressure mm -hmm. and they know that 
they can prepare all the way up to it, but the actual doing of the task. So, yeah, uh, but I would say about a week, a week or two, a week before. I mean, I haven't had to study for a test in I don't even know how long. But like when I was preparing for the, the stand-up comedy thing that we did at Blend In Stand Out, like I was doing that like weeks before just to try and get, get used to saying it and get used to the flow of that. But if it was a test, like school time, I was always a day before. I, I cannot retain information. Well, see, the stand-up when I was different, I was the week, I was the day before. Yeah. I would do bits and pieces, but when it came to actually standing up and doing it, I could not bring myself to do it until the night before. And that was more of a fight or flight thing to know that I, I had it in my head. So, yeah. But yeah, for studying, it would be a, a week before. And all. Two weeks ahead or more. Yeah. Got to be prepared, man. Well, is it you, you, is it you're that, that guy who can retain the information. Do you know what I mean? It's... Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the honours degree says so, son. Ah, yeah, that's true. Uh, 19, what is an ordinary day in your life like? A, full of problems. <laughs> B, full of fun. C, a mixture of problems and fun. D, there's never enough things to keep me never enough things to keep me busy. Mixture of problems and fun. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, got, that's that. how you've yeah. got you've got to have your work and you can't just come home and be miserable. You've got to but I think you have to work at it as well. You have to actively do things that you enjoy. Yeah. To be honest, it's full of fun, but it, it always has its own problems. You know, whether you've got a difficult student one day or whether, you know, you get up and you've got a really sore fucking neck. Sore back, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got a flat tire on your car. No, you know you missed mm-hmm. your bus. Train yeah. was like, you know, it's hundreds of things. So uh, I have to know who answers full of fun. I've tried to make, I've tried to make a concerted <laughs> effort this year to try and not, not like uh, ignore problems, but to try and not see if like you know when like someone asks you how you're doing, you go fuck's sake. Yeah, just never do with, that anymore. Yeah, just yeah. to try and like act like ah, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? And try and say something good that's happening or something that is working well. Anyway, what was the last one? Our last one is how many days per week do you engage in physical exercise? <laughs> I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna write uh, I'm gonna write one, but uh, it's not true. <laughs> I'm four just now. Andy, I'm usually four or more, but I'm on a break. But I'm, well, I'm just back on to it. But yeah, I'm going four or more. Think about gym six days a week, golf fucking four or five days a week, yeah. driving range seven days a week. Actually, like, I'll go two or three because I'm out with the dogs. Yeah, that can't just doesn't have to just be in the gym. It has to be yeah. some sort. Of, yeah. yeah. Right, so, so is this where we check our score? Yeah. So check your score now. So I got I got two twelve. I got two sixty. So. This always happens. I'm always in the middle. So high scores are type A and low that's scores 30, are type so that's B. 35 to 380. So yeah. you're two, 212. So that's kind of. I'd say that's high. That's high ish. Yeah. yeah. And you 265. 265. And what are you, Jordan? I'm 260. All right. Look at the look at the leader over here. Uh, the captain of the ship. We're all type A's. He's the, he's the A of the A, though. Can he's we take a, can we pause it there before you read it out? Because I got a P. Read what out? I thought you got to read out what the type A and type B is. Oh, is there any, is there anything up there? Oh, I don't think there is. Well, we can find it. Yeah. That was what, right, we'll what, what we just done the stairs, we can't actually find it. What that means? Raw or no? Raw or no? Raw, raw or no? So I do. Go for four. It. Yeah. Hit it. So bra or no? Electric heating versus gas versus having gas heating. Bra or oh. no? Electric heating is a big no. Because I used to have it at Ballantyne Place and now I've got gas here. Mm-hmm. It's just like, can what? Hear that wind and rain rattling out there. Bosh. Nearby. <laughs> I'm just nipped downstairs and 
Click on. heating on for fucking a wee hour and a half. It's fucking great, man. Oh, yeah. Massive I, difference. Yeah, it's got to be. Difference. Do you feel that it makes the house warmer having gas? Yes. It does, Much really. more efficient and just Definitely less of a efficient. pain in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I was gonna say, it's got to say, uh, it's got to be a gnaw for the when, old electric. When I had electric heating, I just never felt like it was, like I always felt that the bill was going to be high every time I put it on. But with gas, it was like, no, nah, it's not so much. Even though it's probably the same shit. I was probably... Evens out across the year. He didn't use it through the summer. So as soon as you get into those wintery months, boom. I used to spend a fortune on electric at Ballantyne Place. Yeah. Fucking fortune, man. Storage heaters. No good. Shit. Fuck that shit. That's a no. Definite no. Um, Brana, uh, I had this this weekend. Oh, I actually didn't have it. But I saw it. It was Domino's has a hot dog pizza. So they cut up little hot dogs, put mustard on there. Hot dogs on your pizza with mustard, bro or not? It's actually bro. No, it sounds, Is it really? It sounds yeah, my mum does it for my nephew, and I'm, I'm like, oh, I love that. That sounds dos actually. Then I'm fucking starving all of a sudden. I'm gonna say bro on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the mustard did make it. I couldn't just have it, just chopped up hot dog on there. But a wee bit of spicy mustard on that bad boy would actually go down a wee treat. Ooh, spicy mustard would blow your mouth off. Oh, do, do you know the best dip in Domino's is the honey and mustard dip? Fuck your garlic in hand. Oh, uh, controversial opinion. Oh my God. The I, honey I love a honey and mustard dip. I don't think I've ever had only, honey and mustard. It's something I've only started eating as I've gotten older is mustard. I, used, I remember vividly disliking it as a child, but as I've gotten older... Same as brune sauce. I've seen myself getting a wee bit of brune sauce in my bacon roll these days. Mustard is definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. Oh, I'll smother cheese and ham sandwiches. Oh, in. love it. Ooh. Love and, it. Uh, I was on a... Coleman's. English mustard. Love chips. I was, oh, I was on a... Chips? I was oh, on a train back from, on a train back from London. First class, can I'm saying? And hey. the, uh, the, the lunch menu was a brioche bun with thick sliced ham mm. and honey mustard. That sounds awesome. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was a beauty. Oh, I'm trying to eat less, guys. You gotta get all the food topping. <laughs> Can I get a wee blast here, vape? Mm -hmm. uh, so wait, what do we all say? What do we all say about the mustard? Uh, bro and the pizza. The mustard pizza. itself is another bro. Hot yeah. dog pizza, yeah. I'm I like happy. hot dogs and I like pizza. I didn't try it, but... I'm happy with that. I'm trying to stay away from You're the You're not allowed meat. it. Tottenham's are for kids. No, well, I did have the cheeseburger pizza. Pizza. I had the cheeseburger pizza, the one that was from Pizza Hut. It was literally a pizza and there was a cheeseburger in the crust oh. right around it. That was, it was confusing. It tasted good, but that. like the burger didn't bring anything to the pizza. Yeah. It was just a burger. burger it was just the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Iron Brew. Oh, we talked about this last week. This is from David Hunter, from David Hunter, painter and decorator. Uh, David Hunter says, Iron Brew Energy. The taste is very bra, but the cotton mouth and guts are in awe. We said that last time, like when you suck down that Iron Brew Energy, it's right out of your asshole. It's flying out of you. I fucking right? love those Iron Brew Energies, I've, man. I've never had one. Oh, they're good, but you I'm look at the can, it's like 40% of your day's sugar and like one little 300 yeah. mil can. I'm Monster like, Loyal. I had, there's a new Monster sugar-free one called Paradise, and it's like a pineapple flavor. There's a cocktail in there, by the way. There's a cocktail waiting to happen. Mm. That's sugar-free. You'd be all right. Yeah, it is sugar-free. Just give me a stroke. But uh, I, I like Aaron Bruce. I'll say bro. Yeah, I'll still, I'll still suck one. Maybe he's just got soft guts. I, th I have soft guts, too. You do have soft guts. I got bad, bad stomach, man. Soft guts and a soft mouth. Um, yeah, all right. I'll take it. I'll, I'll own it. I'll fucking own it. Um... Stevie Mac. Yes. Valentine's Day. I've not seen Stevie Mac in ages. I know. I think we that's should, why I'm depressed. Get, we should get Stevie Mac on just to cheer ourselves up. We should. We have got guests coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. For those who are getting bored of us three talking <laughs> pish for the last two months, we do have... As if they're getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> we 
got some guests lined up. Uh, Stevie Max says, Valentine's Day. No, unless you're a treat, then okay, let's do it. <laughs> Shagger. Um, Absolute shags is Stevie Max. I mean, I think you kind of have to play the game if you're in a relationship, right? You got to uh, play the game? I think it depends because Chuff's not, not big into Valentine's Day. And I like to think that, that's what my old man used to say. And I used to ask him why he didn't get Mama Pat's a Valentine's Day card. Mm -hmm. And his response was, "Hi, listen, his response was, I'll get her one. <laughs> He's like, I tell your mum I love her every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, that's, all, that's always stuck with me in terms of, didn't have to buy into this bullshit if you actually care. Because when you see guys like buying their birds fucking like Pandora bracelets and all that shit, I'm like, what are you doing for birthdays then, yeah, bro? Yeah, man, I, nah. we're, we're, that's an awful high bar. Hashtag lucky girl. Hashtag yeah. boy done good. Boy done good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you shouldn't need to do that much. On yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I, I think from for what it is, I don't mean to sound cynical. It is. It's a fucking. It's a money making ploy. It's made up hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just be good to your people. You know what? I got Connie some roses for our anniversary, and I know now if I were to go back and get roses from the same place, they'd be like today. They'd be about forty times the price. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is just a no straight away for me. Exactly. It's bullshit. It's like diamonds. Diamonds too. Like, who says fucking diamonds are worth? You got to spend three months' salary on a diamond for your engagement. <sighs> Fuck off! I'm not spending. All I, that money. I spent nowhere near. <laughs> Don't say that. No, but I said, no. she'd probably kill you. If no, you no, did, no, yeah. no. She like she was saying she picked the rent because I wanted to know what kind of thing she would like because she had no idea when it was coming. Yeah, but like, it was not three times my salary. But it still wasn't fucking cheap. Not three times that three months' salary. Well, that's that's what, fuck out. Definitely wasn't a three months' salary. Yeah. I'm probably lucky if I spend three months' salary on the fucking wedding. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. <sighs> Maybe that's an American thing, though. I think it's, it's I think, came out, I think it was more common a few years back when it wasn't a can people weren't getting paid thousands of pounds a month. Yeah. I think I would just throw a dart at an Argos catalog and that'd be the <laughs> ring that's just getting out of that. <laughs> One of the nice big sovereign ones for like 50 quid. <laughs> Here you go. I just love if you ended up proposing with a mum of the year ring or something. <laughs> you want it or not? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. No for Valentine's Day for me. Yeah, I'll say no. I mean, I'll, I'll still, we'll still do something. Well, just absolutely. To make the that's effort. not to say like, uh, like anniversaries, birthdays, Christmas, make the effort. Ooh, but what if your first date was a Valentine's Day, like blind date well, kind then, of thing? That's going to be a real sore one. You're going to have to celebrate it then because it's going to be an anniversary. It depends if that's the yeah, day. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. But your, more, your anniversary well, is it more... When do you count your anniversary from? Is it from like your first date or like the first time you pumped up? <laughs> or, like, no, no. Like, no, well, is it me, me and Chuff, we'd, like, like, we'd been we, seeing each other for now? a couple of months. Like, we'd both come out of quite long-term relationships and neither of us were quick to... Just say, I were boyfriend, girlfriend. Although we knew that's what the case was, but it was just the kind of, it's when you have that conversation as if to say, ah, so you're my bird, eh? Will you be my bird? You want to go steady? Will you be my girlfriend? Circle yes or no. It's, it's weird on Love Island because when one of the guys asks the girl to be their, be their girlfriend, like everyone goes and celebrates and they're like, oh my God, it's kind of like, you are fucking, well, they're actually And then you need 20. to get the Facebook post up saying that you're in a relationship. <laughs> so, a couple of creeps. Did I do that? I did it. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day is enough. This isn't a broad no. It's not, I don't know if it is, but I was thinking about this the other day. Do, do you put much stock in a good handshake? Like a firm handshake? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aye. You hear good, good shake. What were you? Um, yes, I do. Yeah. I, not... Uh, yeah, I do. I, do. I think, yeah. it's, see, in my experience, it's a really good indicator as to whether or not 
some how someone acts in general. There's a couple of people I know. There's one guy I know that when I shake his hand, I, like, I literally feel his fingers like fold, fold in. in on each other. <laughs> and there was one guy down south at work, and That's I just went. Strong <laughs> Thanks for the mustaches. There was one guy. <laughs> <laughs> My jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! There was a guy I went with. There was a guy down south. I shook his hand and he went, "Are you?" F-? He actually like, recoiled, and I was like, "Is that?" Like, because I don't feel like I'm putting too much force in, but like, I, that's just a that's firm. firm. That's yeah. a good firm handshake. Ow. <laughs> Nah, it's firm, but yeah. You see, I should be crying in about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm signed off from work. <laughs> I can't type. But you know, I was just—I was wondering—is that like—is that's, that's a thing? Is that's a thing I do actually hold quite a bit of stock in? Is whether or not someone has a, a good firm handshake? See, what I was gonna say before, I don't put a lot. I notice it, but I don't put a lot of stock in it. And I always find it weird when I go when I meet women at work. I feel like they're not into shaking hands straight away like but with dudes you go in and then you'll shake hands but, but with I, women they don't and I'm like but I always go because I don't want to be seen as the dude that's like oh you don't shake the women's hand but you shake the guys hand. so I go and shake everyone and they go and they always go oh okay and I'm like oh well, why don't you want to shake my hand well let's go well, on. I, I do it quite often I just think it's a Oh, it's a good greeting or as an acknowledgement I think Yeah. I don't know if I'm thinking about it too much but I tend to shake a lot of people's hands and just be like yo what's up <laughs> I'm just going to start grabbing people's ass, pulling them close, grab their ass, and sniff their hair. Guys and girls are going, oh, how you doing? Walk away. Do you know Mike? Which Mike? <laughs> sniff a hair, Mike. Yeah, I know Mike. <laughs> grab he ass, Mike. He, he yeah, doesn't work him. here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, who are we going to put in these videos then? Because case that was to fire him. You fucking touch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you a t-shirt for Christmas that just says Mr. Diversity. <laughs> But yeah, no, it just popped in my head. No, it's just, Andy, you, you said you do. So I do. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, firm handshake, man. Like, it seems a bit like old fashioned. It mm. is, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what it's the sign of. It's like I give it a strong handshake. So I expect the same in return. Mm. Yeah. And I'm the one. Some limpy soft hand, no nah. limpy wrist, and that you know, mm. good firm handshake. Yeah, like, it doesn't have to be like hand crushing. You can overcompensate a handshake. Have you, have you ever shaken hands with anyone who's in like a much higher position than you in a workplace and noticed that they've got a weak handshake? Never, yeah. absolutely I never, never. Never. Yeah, never I have. Have you? I have, and then I always think like it's weird because thinking about it now, I think I'm in the dominant position now when yeah. I get that. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I, I, I find can... myself sometimes as well. Like, I remember Paul talking about this, if you shake your hand and put your hand on their hand. I do that. So, so like, like the sort of the clasp it. I do that if, when I'm leaving. If I have a meeting and if I feel like the meeting went well, I'll, I'll give them the, the double, like, I don't know, I'm really yeah, appreciative right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a whole thing. I, 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 do, I think you're right. I, it's, like you say, it's, you feel not in a, a dominant position. Maybe it's not the wrong phrase, but I do feel yeah. a bit more confident in terms of where I'm going to go. I feel like if we were in the octagon, I'd take them out and one. <laughs> That's that's how I feel. When I get a weak handshake, that's what it is. Real naked for days. Yeah. I'm sure it's got something to do with, with genes and like evolution of humans, probably in some way that's like <clears throat> a way of making yourself seem bigger, stronger, more imposing than perhaps what you are. You know, because you know how important the first five seconds are when you meet somebody for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that also plays a large part of it i think a strong handshake makes you seem like a more imposing 
Pass it if you like. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Like mm. you have to touch someone's skin when you meet them. Like that's weird to me. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Is it must go back millions of years? It's just an instinct in terms of contact. Yeah. There's got to be. There's bound to be studies. Ali Cook's probably read papers. Ali Cook will know. Yes. He will do. He's got. He's to. probably unearthed some bones from back in the fucking. I don't know. Millions of years ago, with the first handshake or something. It's got also something to do with trust. A firm, strong handshake transmits your underlying confidence in yourself and your abilities. Working from a foundation of trust is important to advance opportunities, employment, attract. So that's talking from a workplace perspective. Attract competent employees and obtain business powers. So yeah, so demonstrate your underlying I, I, confidence. I, I, in I, I, I read up. I did it in, in all, all the interviews I've done. I shook their hands. Yeah. And oh, I do that. Yeah. And it was as well, like, the, the person who got the job had, did have the former handshake. That wasn't the only thing, but it does immediately sort of give you an, an inclination as to who this person is. Because, yeah. especially in an interview, it's hard to sometimes gain a real, because someone could just be really good at interviews and it's not who they are at all. But yeah. you, you can't fake that type of thing, I don't think. No. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. No, I mean, so that's, that's what I mean, and I put stock in it, but that was just something that popped in my head that I wanted to get you guys opinionski on. It's important, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good bro. stuff, good shit. So I, I wanted to talk a little bit of sports. Uh, sports. Uh, Let's get ready to. XFL. Yeah. So, so break it down for me because we talked about it a little bit last week, but I'm still not even sure. Is it, is, it, is it like Canadian football or the rules slightly different or? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so it's mostly, um, I'm looking for a post for it now. It's mostly the same as NFL rules. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, rule changes. Uh, so kickoffs, yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. Kickoffs are different. Mm-hmm. So in the NFL, you line up, I think it's on the 35. And once the ball is kicked, the the kicking team the kicking team can run downfield, smash the fuck out of you, and go make the tackle mm-hmm. or go get the ball. With the XFL, you line up. I, I'm not sure. So, so like ten yards apart. Ten yards apart. Halfway. Yeah, which reduces concussions, which is a big thing, which, which the NFL mm-hmm. is in trouble for. But the kicker is back at the 35. But once the ball is caught by the the, the defense or the return team. Once they start returning it, then you can engage and then mm. you can. So it's more like an actual offensive, like a. It's like a play. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like an offense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Points after touchdowns. So it says the extra point kick was replaced with a scrimmage play, varying in point value depending on how far the touchdown scoring team chooses to take the snap from the goal line. Yeah. So the further you go back, the more you can get for oh, okay. an extra point or extra two points or extra three points. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. little drive points up. Huh? If you got a good offense, you can go for three all day long and you're mm. blowing somebody out quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, double forward passes, which is good. You can oh. only do one forward pass in the NFL. You can do backwards passes or lateral passes yeah. all day, but f- double forward passes, that's good. Uh, overtime, I didn't know what the overtime rule is, so I'm just going to read that out now. Overtime is decided by a five-round shootout of two-point conversions similar to a penalty shootout in soccer or ice hockey. Okay. Such a shootout has never been attempted in organized football at a time when the rule was pro- at the time when the rule was proposed. Um, yeah, so similar to... So it's just, got, it's just kicking? Uh, no, it's just plays. You can run oh. a play from a certain yard line 
and then you go back and then you get one, and then if the other person has to get one, it's best of five. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's quite cool, actually. That is pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? I didn't watch as much as I wanted to watch because I was at work and it was super busy, but wait, in wait. reading the reviews about it, it fucking had an awesome first weekend. Yeah, really well, good was, first weekend. Was, I've watched bits and pieces of it on, um, on Instagram. So is it just on YouTube, or where is it you can actually watch it's it? It's on BT Sport. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. fuck. Yeah, BT, do I've got, I've got the app. I've, I've got, got, got my mate's too, login. Yeah. Like Me too. <laughs> shout to you, Stoops. Yeah, shout to Sean Moran. It was funny because... I've forgotten I've still got his login because it was before a year ago. It, it was funny because um, he, he gave it to me for football season because the Giants were on. He had Sky. He let me watch through there. And then um, I sent a, a screenshot of the menu back to him saying, oh, this is the XFL zone. I was like, you know, I got to watch this more. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not, not getting your money's worth? And I was like, no. Oh, shit, no, I don't pay you anything for this. <laughs> no. So shout to you, Stubes, if you're listening. Yeah, no, I was just... Because I, was, I wasn't sure if it was like just... It was like the Canadian Football League and it was maybe... Slightly less talent, and I imagine they are probably not as I don't know are they as talented as in it. Probably not as probably not. NFL is like a pinnacle. Is it maybe of, maybe like college level athletes or probably in, it'll probably be in between. It'll probably yeah. be guys who are you know the, the Better best in college, but the not best maybe Division two or the bottom of Division one athletes in in, in college. Mm. And now you know maybe they're not making NFL money, but at least they're getting the play. I suppose it makes it a bit more accessible by putting it on BT. Yeah, you know what I mean because I know. I suppose you got red zone. We have to pay for red zone, don't you? Yeah, you do. And obviously, the, you get maybe the the, and it's not just on. It's on Sun, is it on Sundays as well? It's on Saturday and Sundays. You know, it gives it the whole other thing. So yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna actually try and make a bit of effort to watch that. Yeah, I'm Plus gonna watch the, a bit. the New York Guardians have got a fucking dope badge. It's uh, like the lion. Oh, I like that. Some cool actually. That's what I usually is. I always usually go New York teams and New York Guardians uh, badge is pretty fucking cool. New York Guardians. We're gonna have a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is cool. Look at that. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Black and gray. We'll put a picture of it on the video. Yeah, no, I like that shit. It's a bad part. All right. So, yeah. I, no, I say I might give that a bit of my time. Looks quite like um, a badge you would see for an MLS team. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Tonight, uh, David Beckham's team are kicking off soon. Inter-Miami. Mm -hmm. Inter-Miami? Yeah. All right. He's set up, him and someone else have set up there. They've set up Miami will have it now its own team in the MLS. A uh, Celtic player just joined. Lewis Morgan just went over. Okay. Nice. Like the strips are quite It's pink and black. Strips really? are really, really cool though. Like really, really. And their their badges are flamingo. Inter Miami. Inter Miami. Yeah. I'm digging that. We've got a lot of time for David CF. Beckham. Oh yeah, that's an awesome badge. A lot yeah. of time for David Beckham. Yeah, that's all right. That on a hat would be dope. We'll yeah. picture that on the Facebook page too. The, the heels. I, I got a really, I got a really smart uh, New York City FC jumper. They've, they're a lot like they usually have quite similar strips to Man City. I think yeah. they're Man City's feeder club or yeah. have an affiliation with them. David Beckham, Marcelo Clour or Clore? Don't know who that is. is. Jorge and Jose Mas and Masayoshi San are the owners. They all do well. Nice kit too. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You see people changing it up. It's good, I suppose. It's quite an American thing is to set up a, a, a new franchise in this sort of day and age. You don't see it an awful lot in. Well, especially over here, teams are usually. Yeah, why don't you see them? Well, it's because it's to find the place to play. Have, no, no, because we have a, a league system which mm. that yeah, you, you don't have just, in America. So yeah, I suppose you're it's right. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, cool. Let's welcome two new teams to the MLS. The so and so fucking Timber Snakes and the fucking <laughs> such and such Timberlands. Do you know uh, what yeah, I mean? Uh, like, yeah. So like it, I suppose yeah, because it, it is. It's, wait, it's here. You've got to put them in the bottom. They would have to start at the very bottom and work their way up the football pyramid. And that's mm. why it would, there's no guarantee. Suppose it's, MLS is, is more in its ascendancy because it was quite big in the seventies. Yeah, because you it like died some, out for a while. Pele and that played in 
uh, America, did he not? I did uh, New York Cosmos. Yeah, no, so I think and it was so it was quite big, and it was maybe coming back up again. Yeah, it's pretty popular because it's in women, women's soccer in America is huge, it's massive. Men's soccer is is it's it's huge now compared yeah. to what it was. I'd say maybe like twenty years ago, Tell but it's just because no one wants their kids playing football anymore. Uh, yeah. Baseball's just dying off. So everyone's going to play soccer. Have you seen you've seen that fucking cringy Seattle fan trying to get the crowd going? <laughs> let's fucking go! Let's go! Seattle! And there's about eight folks screaming with them. I was really frustrated when I went to an MLS game, though. I went to DC United against... Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, it was, it was really difficult for me to watch it because the atmosphere wasn't like a football game over here. Mm. And everybody was just like getting up and down, up and down, up and down, like in the middle of the game. I was just like... Americans aren't great at chance. I was like, fucking sit down. Uh, no, we don't have... No, you guys are creative. You guys make songs and oh, shit that man, rhyme. Like UK football fans are fucking sensational at making tunes up. Yeah, these are. Um, I won't argue with that. <laughs> how, how are the Arabs doing, Andy Mack? Doing all right, but actually what I was thinking more about with sports was the fact I thought John Jones lost on Saturday night. But didn't want to ask you this. Oh, you thought he lost? A yeah, lot of people are talking about that you lost. scored at 3-2, but... Got to beat the champ, right? But then Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan, he was critical of it during the... I'm sure I've seen a clip of him in the middle of a fight or the start of a fight. He's like, that judge isn't watching. That judge isn't actually looking at the fight right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And him and I can't remember the other boy that replaced Goldberg. Oh, John Anik. John Anik. They were both quoted as to say that the scoring system is all sorts of fuck. Yeah, they use a different scoring system in Texas, but this is the problem with athletic commissions, um, is that the UFC doesn't have any influence. And it's it's right that they don't have any influence on mm. who the judges are, but then, you know, who are these judges? What is their experience? What is their knowledge of mixed martial arts or combat sports? This kind of thing. Um you know, you, you wouldn't have it NFL games being uh, judged by people who are experts in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't happen. But And Dana White's just kind of like, well, the only thing you can do, guys, is don't leave it up to the judges. It's like, well... That's a kind of fuck-all statement, isn't it? It's mm. a bit, a bit do they reckon words. they're going to run it back, though, don't they? Um, I can't see him. I, I couldn't see why he would get an immediate rematch. When did people who lose title fights get immediate rematches? True. Yeah, yeah. When's um, could, when's could be Ferguson? That's coming up soon. Be in April. Is it? Yeah, that'll be interesting. That's, that's the one. That's the one I'm waiting for. Because they reckon the, that's what Dana White said. That'll be McGregor's next one. Is whoever takes that one should be. I think fucking. Mind you, I mean Jorge Masvidal fought a lightweight for years, but I think he's just a wee bit too big. I mean, if Conor McGregor thinks he's going to go and fight. Kamaru Usman and guys like that and I'm sorry he's just going to smashed McGregor should stay where he was when he fought He'll Cowboy fucking nothing <laughs> saying that I won't fucking nothing but yeah no, I, I was listening to the fighter and the kid today and they were both saying that they scored that the other way around what do you mean the other way around like from the the actual final decision they didn't think Jones won it either oh, neither, right, neither, right. neither Schaub nor Brian Callum no, thought. I, I, th- I thought I thought uh, Reyes won the fight three three rounds to two but hey ho I'm not a judge um, but how anybody could have scored it four rounds to one in favour of John Jones? I mean, how two judges gave him the second round alone is just what was it about? Because I've, I've not seen anything. I've just read the sort of the furor on the social media. Dominic Reyes was doing doing all the work, landing all the shots, backing John Jones up. John Jones did fucking nothing, nothing. fucking nothing <laughs> in that first. 
two rounds for me. I can't. I can see maybe in the second round a little bit, but still, he he lost those first the first three rounds of that fight. Yeah, strange, but hey ho, it is what it is. He he finds a way to win fights, doesn't he? But I think a lot of analysts are making a good point about John Jones. Like he's been doing this since he was like 19, 20. Mm. And it's not that he's taking a huge amount of damage, but there's so much of him on film and mm. all these... Luke Thomas, who I've been talked about before on the show, is a great analyst. He's kind of saying now, like, the the barbarians are at the gate, if you like. He's got all these young, hungry guys who have got... You know, the blueprint to beat John Jones is evolving. And again, another fight he kind of scrapes through, if you like. Um, you know, and the same thing happened to Silva. Do you know what I mean? Eventually, you can go all these years being untouchable, and then somebody will figure it out. Somebody will put it, unlock it. Yeah. If you don't, will... if you don't know when to maybe hang it up, then. But this talk about him going up to heavyweight, all this kind of stuff, I don't, I don't honestly think he's going to get on that well at heavyweight. He can I maybe think... fight Stipe, but then I don't think he'll win that fight. No. What about going up a guy like Sanganu? What with the power in those hands? Ganu catches you, you're going to sleep. I don't think. I mean, John John's got great wrestling, but his wrestling looks like it's completely deteriorated over the last few years. That's again me basing my opinion and more of an uneducated opinion on the opinion of others. That being their opinion, um, he doesn't have the you know his wrestling's <clears> deteriorating. <throat> so to go up there at heavyweight and try and wrestle, but you're also trying not to take a shot from one of those guys. I don't, I don't know. I think he'll be beaten sometime in the next year. I think somebody's going to beat him in the next year. I think it's, it happens so often with that type of person doesn't know anything else, so doesn't want to retire. And maybe your camp's full of people who are still telling you can do it just like you did Listen, five years ago. I think he'll probably, he will get beaten, I think, in the next 12 to 18 months. But on the flip side, he could quite easily not. Mm. He is that good. He is but, skillful. But the blueprint is there, and guys are. are the game's, got, the game's got to evolve. The They're getting better. It's like when we talked about Jose Mourinho not being as good as he was because the game has changed. And he has not. Back to my original point, though. If you, if you, you, you got anything else to throw in on that one? No, no. So what about the Arabs? How's it going down in the first of it in the, the championship? It's going well, but we don't get league winners' medals handed out in February. So just to reiterate my point again, a CMRX manager, though, Jackie McNamara, had a... Aye. Had collapsed. Bleed on the brain. Um, stable, yeah. critical, but in a stable condition, I think, at the moment. So, so yeah. Godspeed to Jackie Mack. But, uh, yeah, things are going well, but we just need to continue winning games. Probably much like if you're a Liverpool fan at the moment. Just one game at a time. One game at a time. And then, before you know it, you'll have a game to win it, and you've still got loads in the tank and loads mm. spare games left over. So Tremendous. All good. And, and uh, you're, like, NFL's done some, Mike. That's been the quietest Mike's been on sports for a while. I know, that's why I worked this week. I was like, there's nothing to do on Sunday. Um, Spend no. time with your bird. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> nah. Uh, watch her do her art on Sunday. No, um, nah. NFL draft coming up soon. Oh, pitchers and catchers report for baseball today, I think it is. You just don't have the same heart in it, do no, you? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jumping about a watching and listening to, boys. Let's do it. What have you been watching or listening to this week? Uh, I'll, I'll jump in. I, I was said that for the start, I was going to jump in with a couple of high rating ones today. I feel like I've had a lot of quality in my life. Uh, <laughs> read the third Preacher book. I was talking about Preacher last week. Yeah. I'm addicted to these books. Uh, book three gets a solid nine from me. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. It's well thought out, well drawn. 
characters are just so engaging, man. Like I literally, and then I ended up going and buying the fourth book from the comic book shop in Perth on Sunday. Where's the comic book shop? Uh, just up right next to El, right door to El Rashid, just off South Street. Okay. I went and bought the fourth book. Reading that now, cannot speak highly enough. If you are into, even if you're not into comics, this is just a fucking fantastic book. All of them. There's another. Still got another three to go. But my mate Alex, who is he, can't, he's like a absolute comic book enthusiast, and he can't speak highly enough of them. And I have to agree, it's blowing my mind. Nice. So I guess a nine, nine from me. Um, I think every single one of them has been at least a nine. All three of the books are fucking fantastic. Like the artwork's spectacular, storyline's great. Uh, character development, characters in it, just fucking quality. Um, I it was the Red and Leeds headliners got announced today. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Rage Against the Machine, and it took me back. And I listened to one of their live albums. It was live at the Olympic Auditorium in LA, two thousand and three. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a fucking concert! And they are possibly one of the top five bands I've ever seen live. I've seen them twice, and they were like sensational in terms of energy and like sound quality, just unbelievable. Tom Morello is sensational to see live. Uh, especially a guy with his style could be quite hard to translate from record to live performance because it's quite out uh, there. Does it well though? Oh yeah, he fucking smashes. So that gets an eight and a half um, from me. Um, and I also listened to Run the Jewels two today because they're supporting them on the world tour. Uh, I guess a seven, solid album. I love Killer Mike, and I'm sure there was something else. Oh. Started watching The Stranger on Netflix. Oh, me too. That's on mine. Yeah. Uh, got the first episode in. So setting up really well and everything that I've heard about it says really good. So yeah, looking forward to fishing a bit more of that when I get him. And I think that's it for me. But I have some high scorers this week. Enjoying nice. the quality. Enjoying the quality. We got Mikey Dots. Uh, or, I, do you want to go Andy? Yeah, Mack? you go Andy because I only got one. Uh, yeah, new uh, Baldy James album produced by Alchemist, Price of Tea in China. First listen's quite dark, um, quite minimalistic on the beats um, in terms of just a lot of sort of looped samples, just like a kick and a snare going quite a slow pace. But Baldy James is a Detroit rapper. He's got quite a quite a sort of slurry sound of delivery. Like, you have to quite listen carefully at him sometimes, but first listen, I'm going to give it six and a half bananas. I would I would like to have given it a bit more. But then it hit you, hit you straight away. It's, it's like anything the Alchemist does. See, the first few times, a couple of times I listened to this stuff, I kind of go, yeah, it's all right, like, it's cool. Then, like, by about five listens, I'm like, this is fucking something else. So I bet you I'll come back next week and I'll be like, boys, I've been listening to that album more. <laughs> I'm going to have to revise my score. So initial six out, uh, six and a half out of five. Um, it was all right. What else has there been? Uh, not much, to be honest. Picked up a new podcast called The Show, which is uh, hosted by a FIFA new YouTuber, a guy called Nepenthes. Um, So just interesting listening to his podcast with other... YouTubers, other content creators, so it's kind of like a YouTube creators kind of podcast. Okay, oh, they're cool. talking about all the kind of stuff they do in their business, their their businesses, their other stuff outside of YouTube, all of that. Um, like he's a big big FIFA YouTuber, um, so it's quite interesting because you get a little bit of FIFA chat in it, and then also other stuff mm -hmm. more YouTube content based. And mm -hmm. 
a lot of sort of their histories in social media, their experiences with YouTube and things like that over the years and everything from like kind of algorithms to their sort of statistics and their data track and all it's quite it's quite insightful like mm-hmm. in our podcast you'll cover a lot of different things but you will pick up a couple of little nuggets you're ah, like okay gems, i didn't know yeah. about that okay yeah. that's interesting nice. must check that out further and on the back of that it led me into my analytics on youtube where i put some stupid video up it's like uh, did it like one of those um shred videos where they take like music videos and they take off the sound mm-hmm. and they replay all the instruments on but it's all really badly played and all you know the ones yeah yeah the so i'd done one with kings the of leon ones are fucking built all right beach boys and the own david boy ones and that but um i did one with fucking jay-z and timbaland when they were that famous <clears throat> clip of them in the studio and it was interesting i was looking at the <laughs> analytics and it's got like you know over a thousand views i'd never once like shared it on any social media or anything i just put it on my youtube page and i was sitting looking going that's got a thousand views on it like who the fuck is viewing this (laughs) and then like going into have a look at it and it was like okay this is all quite insightful stuff so yeah that was that just a little anecdote on the back of that Uh, other than that ufc 247 obviously and really the last couple of days i've just been picking up things like ariel hawani show luke thomas show Uh, i'm still watching below the belt on a tuesday don't know why. I still watch that big dafty Brendan Shaw. I think but. Brendan Shaw's best when he's got someone to bounce off of. I think by himself he struggles. Yeah. No, it's nothing really you say. He obviously knows what he's talking about, but I can't really watch any of his stuff when he's by himself. It's the same every Tuesday. I'll get up, I'll hit my breakfast and that, and I'll be like, right, stick on whatever's on YouTube, and I will come across it in that first couple of hours. So before I go out and do stuff today, before I went to the gym, sat and did a bit of account management on FIFA, a little bit of trading, and that's just playing in the background. It's just one of those, man. Every mm. week, at uh, the same, it just a little bit of mental chewing. A little bit of mental chewing. I've never so, heard of anyone, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just skimming my YouTube now, but there doesn't seem to be too much. Just stupid fucking videos, man. Mister mm, Michael Dodds. Mister Michael Dodds. Uh, like you said, the stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those things that Connie had on, and then I was like, "What is this shit?" And then I'm like, "I mean, she's watching actual dramatized television with skilled actors, whereas you want to watch Love Island." <laughs> oh no, she brings all the quality television oh, to this relationship. Yeah. I bring all the shit. <laughs> but it's just the way you talked about it, like something she'd put on. <laughs> no, she just she just started watching it first, and then I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And then for the last two nights, I've been watching it, like, "Oh, this is this is pretty good." So The Stranger is uh, about maybe five episodes in. And uh, I won't spoil it for you. I won't say anything. But I'll give it, uh, give it a six and a half. Yeah. Six and a half is pretty good. Keeps you turning. Keeps you guessing. Yeah. You know, I got, normally uh, I go to Americans for the drama, but this is good. Uh, that's is what good. I liked about the, the first episode is it set up enough questions. Like there was enough that it seemed like every few minutes... Something was going on, but at the same time, just give you a good sense of who the main characters were going to be and what they were all about. Mm. So, like by the end of the first episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, right, you've got my attention." Like, I didn't have my phone out the whole time; I was like watching intently. Yeah. So, I'd had my phone out, and I had to bother Connie a few times. She was like, "Why don't you just watch?" I was like, "Sorry." So, I try and make a concerted effort to like put my phone in my pocket if something new is on. Yeah, I should do that, <laughs> um, but I'm not gonna. I also I started watching, but then I just listened to it on the way home, which is good for Joe Rogan. Because uh, he does both, um, he had on Bill Maher in the beginning of January. He's one of my favorite comedians, and just hearing those two talk, it was pretty short for Joe Rogan because he normally goes for like three hours sometimes. Yeah, but this was I think maybe just over two hours, maybe. Uh, but it was really good. It was really good to hear Bill in like a different setting, um, him kind of bouncing off uh, Joe Rogan. 
Uh, also, 070 Shake. I don't think I talked about this uh, when I originally listened to it, but I've been listening to it recently. It's called Modus Vivendi. Um, she's from Jersey. And she's on, well, she used to be on Kanye West label. I'm not too sure if she is anymore. Good music. Really, really good album. I love all her. She has such a unique voice, and she's got really, really good production. And none from Kanye, I don't think. But mm -hmm. um, uh, So I give, I give that a seven and a half. She's mm -hmm. really, really good. Nice. Listen to it. 070 cool. Shake. 070 Shake. Yeah. Nice. Good shit. Cool. Is that us? We're wrapping this one up? Let's do it. Any other business? No. Apologies for not putting the Facebook post up. Uh, when is this uh, getting released, actually? Uh, probably on Thursday morning. On I'm Thursday tomorrow morning. I'm working. I may just stick morning. one up anyway, and we'll get the last one. Maybe we can do two feedbacks and one next week. Yeah, and see if we get anything from it. I'm doing Let's it fucking tonight or tomorrow. do it. Nice. Well, thank you very much once again for listening, liking, and subscribing. We appreciate the fuck out of every single one of you. Mm -hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore m dots, and I'm still hanging out there at my capella. You can also find us on Facebook and Podbean Monkey Swordfight Podcast. We're on Twitter, MSF underscore podcast. And you can email us, motherfuckers, monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Love you. Peace. Peace. Oh!